In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The CIA secretly funded the medical experiments through a front in New York City called, of all things, the Society for the Protection of Human Ecology. There's a lot of misinformation, disinformation, and outright lies. We have some problems over here right now, and we might have a hijack over here too. This is a conspiracy indoctrination program. Co-Indoc-Pro. In this broadcast, we will be examining the strange, deranged, unexplained, and unsolved. Some topics will be rooted in conspiracy, others shrouded in mystery. Connections will be made, and agendas exposed. So prepare your mind, because the indoctrination begins now. Yo, 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 what's up? That one be muted? We'll mute that one. Okay. All the others are unmuted. We're good. We're good. Back live at Studio G. Your boys at Coindoc Pro, the conspiracy indoctrination program. Coming back at you with episode 40. Damn. Damn 40, son. And we're all over 40. Whoa. Sipping on that 40. Speaking of 40s. Luke's done. I'll just go. I'll just ruin it. Later Luke's going to do it in the middle yeah. like he always does. It's like a big good. wet fart right in the middle of this. <laughs> straw in it. Yeah. Luke's not a tough guy, everybody. He drinks out of a straw. Yep. I do too. Couple of Marys. Couple of Marys in here. This but is I episode. This is episode forty. We're we're professional outfit here, guys. Yeah. All right, stop messing around. Business casual. Luke looks good tonight. <laughs> He's wearing slacks and shiny shoes. Collared shirt. Collared shirt. Trimmed his beard, even though he told us he shaved his beard. Yeah, dude. I did use my shaver, just on the setting that doesn't shave at all. The Floby. Do you have a Floby? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like attached to a shop vac. <laughs> You'd exactly. need it for how long Garth that thing Elgar was. It's here. connected to the uh, central vac. <laughs> <laughs> That's badass. <clears throat> anyway, episode 40 is brought to you by the sponsor of the show, Myers Meats. Coming through. Coming through. <laughs> Coming through next week with the big shipment. Ah, I'm just I'm just busting your balls, dude. It's coming, guys. He told me. He even told That's me the what she said. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so disgusting. He's got three flavors coming at us: pepperoni, Willie's, and mango habanero. What is Willie's? I don't know. All right. Willies, maybe Will that's a typo. Try it. Maybe that was autocorrect. Maybe it was supposed to be like, <laughs> uh, what would be W? Pepperoni. Wiener. Wieners, yeah, wieners, <laughs> and it just went connected to Willies. Anyway, Myers meat's coming through. You know, and I actually brought it up to him. I said, dude, we have a lot of international listeners because we're pretty, big time. pretty big. Yeah, um, 
I mean, we're practically we can't GRE. go anywhere with getting mobbed. Yeah, it's like unbelievable, it, dude. Every time I'm at the store trying to pick up a liquid D, next thing you know, people will you sign these? Can I buy this crowd? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> people ripping their shirts off. Will you sign these? I will. <laughs> I want to get it tattooed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I told him I was like, dude, we got a lot of international listeners, and I'll bet you that. Myers Meats got Googled quite a few times. So I need to just explain something to everybody. It's not an actual company yet. It's soon to be. <laughs> as soon as it is. As soon as it is. We'll let you know. It'll be breaking news. Um, but the guy has a professional setup. Um, these guys are my witnesses. Oh, yeah. That looked like some crazy shit, that picture Dude. you sent. It was like, whoa. Yeah. It looked like... Some serious intestinage hanging off mm-hmm. of the bracken there. I mean, there was probably 35 feet of meat. Fucking Leatherface went in there. Leatherface! <laughs> <laughs> Shit's hanging everywhere. And trolls everywhere. Yep. So next week, supposedly, the shipment's dropping. So, But respectively, episode 40 is still brought to you by Myers Meats, as well as the official unofficial sponsor of the show, Liquid D, Liquid Death, Severed Lime, and the new sponsor... Odin Works uh, stopped by there today uh, to say what's up, and they gave me a free coffee cup. So I was like, <laughs> "Dude!" So anybody out there that's looking for AR-15 parts, not pistol parts, check out Odin Works. OdinWorks.com, uh, especially if you're in the need for a really accurate AR-15 barrel. If you're a three gunner, they sell a lot of three gun stuff. So check them out. Idaho born and raised. Here, here. But you were drinking hot chocolate out of it. I was drinking coffee. It looked like hot chocolate. It looked like hot chocolate, but it was coffee. Hot chocolate. Yeah. It was a Sumatra, Sumatra dark roast with a little bit of cream. That's how I roll. You lost me. Yeah, I, I know. know what that means. Just like Luke lost you when he walked in here dressed like that. Yeah, you were like, podcast. I'm going to go change. This is weird. Meet Beefstick. Vodka Beefstick. Joey Job. Joey Job. Yeah, you're pretty dumb. I agree. Yeah. Um, we have a new segment before news. Um, I would I just got to open up some fan mail real quick. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. <sighs> Dear Steamroller Steve, I need to paint some cabinet doors. Is your shop available? Sincerely, Jake at Cohen Doc Pro. <laughs> Send Jake or Luke a text. They'll send it to me and let me know. I already know the response. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I got to, dude, I got to paint some cabinet doors. What can I say? Response. Fucking. <laughs> I got a major project going on, right, guys? It's a major woodworking project in my house. Working that wood? Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> You guys are so immature, man. Don't care. <laughs> you guys, like, the, you act like this show is all about dick and fart jokes, all right? It's not. This is serious oh, business. Shit. 
I'm in the wrong well, room. Yep. See you guys later. Wrong studio. Um, I'm going to be looking for two new co-hosts. Anybody that is uh, send interested, your fan mail in. send your fan mail info dot cohen dot pro at yahoo dot com. <laughs> All right. Guess we're fired. On to the news. Um, there was a Chinese spy balloon found over the northern U.S. T- uh, in the last couple days. Did you guys hear about that? Chinese spy balloon. It was actually seen over Billings, Montana. I was going to be funny and be like, oh, was it over Biden's house? Because that's not a spy balloon. That's just China coming to say what's up. Yeah. Hi. We're here. Yeah. Set the table. We got Did, your back. Is that related to that thing in North Dakota? Uh, it might have been. The North- Air Force saying that. Yeah, okay. probably. Okay. Uh, they, I saw that. But. Yeah, it, they said that the balloon came from like the Aleutian Islands and then came across Canada and then was seen over Billings, Montana, and then they scrambled uh, F-22 Raptors and some other stuff from Nellis, which I'm like, really, dude? You flew them all the way from Vegas? Like, why not just fly them from uh, Falcon Hill, which is in Salt Lake? It's like a two-hour flight. Hmm. That, that Probably they, they wanted to just fly mock, dude. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> Maverick they was just, on his way. They just watched uh, the second Yeah, Falcon Maverick. Then. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. We're going... <laughs> Dun, 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 yeah, dun, 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 dun. like, <laughs> don't take it below the hard deck. Um, so a yeah, balloon. Yeah, a balloon. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, <laughs> you guys are real sophisticated over there, China, with your balloon technology. <laughs> you guys don't even have a spy plane like the U two. You got a balloon. Okay. Can you get some of that helium? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, uh, all right. Why don't you just fly a zeppelin over? <laughs> The Goodyear blimp. That was my impression. Yeah, your impression of the blimp. See you guys later. Later. <laughs> but yeah, a balloon. Hmm. Whatever. Wow. And then uh, drone maker General uh, Atomics in California has offered to pay or to sell two Reaper drones to the Ukraine for $1. So... I'm just doing a thumbs up. I'm just like, yep. Um, if they're only going for a dollar, I'm in on that, dude. I'll take two. Actually, I got $10 bills, so I'll take 10 Yeah. Line them up in my yard, dog. I'm like, really, dude? Freaking got to give Zelensky two Reaper drones for a buck? Like, I know the guy's hurting for money because he couldn't come up with a suit when he came here. He had to wear his sweat <laughs> sweatshirt. But and that and now he's still asking for long range missiles and stuff. It's like, dude, do you guys realize that between January twenty two and November twenty two, we've given the Ukraine forty eight billion dollars according to Council of Foreign Relations dot org. Hmm. Well, that's that's a lot of money, reasonable. dude. Reasonable. Forty eight B billion with a B. Mm-hmm. In, in 11 months, dude. And he's still asking for more. <laughs> Give me a break, dude. Apparently Bro, they're, they're over here taking our guns, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I. <laughs> <laughs> no nam, no nam. <laughs> you know what? I just realized none of the things in the news were about nom so that means this is not a legitimate podcast yep well uh, not a legitimate timeline or news cycle yep 
So we're done here, folks. Mm -hmm. Episode 40, last one. Yep. Yep. Bye. Well, (laughs) bye. (laughs) Dude, the look on your face when you did that was exactly like the movie. Like I should have been... (laughs) Tipping on the silver screen. Bye. Speaking of movies. Oh, no. Old... Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. <laughs> Baldwin Baldwin dog. going to federal pound me in the ass prison. <laughs> he won't do that. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. But it'll he'll be just, cool to think he'll, about He'll, he'll get in there and he'll draw a door <laughs> and knock three times and he'll be out. No, that's true. <laughs> Is that uh, That's from, uh, was that Goodfellas? Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Draw <laughs> a door. <laughs> oh. I'm here for your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's pretty good. We saw it in the theater. I ran out screaming as a kid when I saw the spider <laughs> in the first <laughs> little, the bitch. very opening scene. Me and Steamroller just see Jake run off. Right. <laughs> Were you guys supposed to be Where babysitting? <laughs> no, it was a family event. Yeah. I ran out. Dad was getting the popcorn and. I saw that spider. Fuck spiders. Dude, do you I guys remember spiders. do you remember the movie Arachnophobia? Yes. Dude, so my mom took me to see that in the theater. Remember when um over here at Five Mile Plaza it yeah, used to be the that's theater? That's where we saw oh, it. That's where we saw okay. Yep. Yeah, now it's like a freaking like what do they call it? Like a flea market. There's some pretty badass shit in there. But it's a flea market. That was now. where I saw faces to death. <clears throat> Mm. Look at me. I can go to X-rated movies. Huh? <laughs> NC-17. <laughs> I'm 50 years old. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> old balls. Pick those up off the carpet. <laughs> Got a vacuum in here. <laughs> I thought your slacks would contain that. <laughs> Uh, slack. <laughs> oh, sorry. They're ble- pleated in the front. That's why. <laughs> Too much room. <laughs> no, anyway, so back to arachnophobia. So my mom took me to see... Ara- I saw Willow there, too, by the way. Ooh. And, we, saw, we saw Willow at Fairview. And I saw um, Ernest breaks out of jail there. Oh. Or something like that. Ernest goes to jail or something. I can't remember. There's so many of those fucking ones. Probably goes to jail because they were all goes. Yeah. What a creep, dude. <laughs> anyway, so my mom takes me to see Arachnophobia there, and uh, she buys me the, one of those red red rope licorice oh, yeah. ropes that's like four feet long. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. Pull, and it's during the summertime, so I'm wearing shorts and we're watching the movie and uh, probably got like halfway done with that gigantic piece of licorice. And it was when the spiders were, I think, starting to take over and he's like shooting it with a nail gun or something towards the end. And uh, the plastic wrapper from the big long thing touched my leg and I was like, <laughs> 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 Scared the piss out of me, dude. Because I hate spiders, too. I'm with you, dude. Fuck spiders. Yeah. Little motherfuckers like that, they can fuck you up. It's like, whoa. No. 
Dude, last time I went underneath my house, I got bit by one right on the back of the neck, dude. Got this big old gnarly, I don't even know what it was, probably a brown recluse. Bit my bit me on the neck. There's something growing there. Yeah, it's cool. It's a friend. <laughs> but yeah, Alec Baldwin going to jail. Maybe. Not. Not yeah. really, but maybe. You guys got any other news? Um, that story about the Earth's core possibly oh, has stopped. Oh, yeah. yeah Earth's core stopped. It's cool. And it may be reversing at some point. We're going back in time now. Yeah. <laughs> Marty! 88 miles an hour. It's the blacksmith. So we're not uh, reverse aging yet. So no, nope, not yet. But we may be dying soon. So I'm just saying. Could happen. Uh, but I'm trying to figure out, like, so if... The Earth's core stopped working. How is there still gravity holding us down? Residual. Dear Steamroller Steve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's going to go into a oh, yeah, here research we go. mode. Yep. <laughs> research mode tomorrow. Actually, you dumbass. <laughs> and no, I won't paint your cabinets. <laughs> no, I don't want him to paint them. I just need a place to paint them. I don't want him messing them up. Because right now they're perfect. He's going to get you in there, and then he's going to school you on a bunch of shit. Probably. Well, he's going to have, he's gonna have he an overhead an projector. Yeah. <laughs> this is how you do things. <laughs> if he's got a HVLP sprayer, I'm all about it, because all I've got is a regular airless. That's cool. I'm not that good. I'm okay. I'm okay at spraying. Probably not as good as him. Well, he's, he's pretty good. He's painted some pretty shit good. in his life. Painted some things. He just likes the smell of the paint fumes. Who doesn't? Walking out and feeling like he's 20 feet tall. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Here they are. Chopper's coming in yep. later, We're guys. Done, guys. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, they flew by. Yeah, just a uh, false alarm there, yeah, folks. We thought they were going to be fast roping <laughs> in pretty soon, but um, apparently not. Moving on. Okay, okay. now on to uh, the uh, main event. Luke brought his laptop, so we're in for a treat. Let's get ready to shit up. <laughs> Tonight, we're going to talk about what is this, part nine, eight, niner? We're on part something to JFK. Yeah. Going to talk about Dorothy Kilgallen. Right? Yeah. Yeah, duh. Why not? Here, here, Luke. Let's hear what you have to say about Dorothy Kilgallen. She's dead. Oh, dude. You know that? <laughs> She's dead. Dude, yep. you know cool. what this sounds like? The sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is... Accurate. That sounds exactly like it. And it didn't cost 70 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> from a used music store. What was that used music store that was down there off of Leita? No, I got off from Leita. The place on Leita. What the hell was that place? Was that Big D's? No, oh, Big, D's Big D's was D's. down off of Emerald. Oh. 
We used to go there every weekend. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it smelled like cigarette smoke in there. Yep. <laughs> and Ann, he killed a guy once. <laughs> Shotgun. <laughs> Shotgun to the face. I'm still trying to figure out how he played the guitar with giant sausage fingers like that. Dude could... He, he can could shred, dude. He's fucking good. He was basically like a 300-pound version of Kerry King. Or Dino... Dino Chavera, Cavera from Fear Factory. Yeah. Yeah, he That pretty... dude was big. Dino? Yeah. Yeah. And we, we saw him at uh, the Rainbow in L.A. Mm. And he's, he's like, like eh. Wow, you are way wider and way shorter. At the Rainbow, you guys, you probably saw freaking Lemmy and didn't we even did, know it. Oh, you did? Yeah. Sitting yeah, there playing walked. slot machines? No, he walked right by us. We were going through the kitchen. He mm. mean mugged Tony. Well, Tony probably had a warrant. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm just saying. <clears throat> and that dude is way taller than he, lo- well, was. Uh, Lemmy? Yeah. Yeah. The Ace of Spades. The Ace of Spades. Well, he's dead, so yeah, probably shrunk up a little bit. Maybe a little. He it lost lost a little weight. <laughs> Just bone yeah. now. Bone on bone. Boner. <laughs> I knew boner. <laughs> anyway, talking about Dorothy Kilgallen. Anyway, she's yeah. dead. Yeah. yeah, that's all we got. Cool. Oh, so, later. Been real, folks. Did the thing so. <laughs> Now we're just going to, like, turn it off. (laughs) (laughs) So she was one of the weird deaths surrounding the whole thing that um, just was one of those deals like, well, why did she just all of a sudden die when she's looking into this um, assassination? So she was um, a... No Man's Land beef jerky. <laughs> this show is brought to you by No Man's Land. No Man's Land burps. Yeah. <laughs> Post the jerky part. <laughs> so uh, Dorothy Kilgallen, she was a columnist, journalist, and a game show panelist. She was born. And uh, she had no chin. No, she did not. So there was no hanging you look like Beaker from the Muppets. Obtuse. They tried. They tried it first, and their head just popped through the Damn it! What are we gonna do now, man? I don't know. I got a silencer. No, no. Why did you come up with that in the first place? Clearly, she will slip through a noose. Dude, you guys are not <laughs> not nice. Not nice. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so she was born uh, July 3rd of uh, 1913. 13. Mm. And then died uh, <laughs> November 8th of 65. <clears throat> 65. I think that's a year you get to retire. So. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so in her, her career, she had um, delved into FDR's first presidential campaign in 32, 
32. She covered the uh, Richard Hauptman trial, uh, and he was the guy that was uh, convicted of the kidnapping and murder of the Lindbergh baby. Oh, that's right, dude. In 35. We should do that episode one time. We should do an episode on that. Yeah. And then in 1936, she was in a three-way. <laughs> <laughs> no <Race>. way. Oh. <laughs> three-way three race around the world with two other reporters. <laughs> I was like, Dave, what websites are you looking at? Chatterbait? Um, and so she kind of gained some more uh, notoriety after that race. Um and became kind of a celebrity. She was on a game show host. So was this like on a game show? <clears throat> What's my line? What was the race though? It was just <laughs> um, three reporters racing around the world. So mm-hmm. kind of like that's cool. Huh. Hmm. But in a balloon or yeah, mm-hmm. a Chinese spy balloon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get cold up here. <laughs> Um, then she hosted a radio show and was writing for the New York Journal. She covered the trial of Sam Shepard in 54, who was uh, an Ohio doctor that um, was convicted of killing his pregnant wife. And later, she was the reason that the um, verdict was overturned. Uh, the <clears throat> judge had made a statement to her that... Shepard was guilty as hell, and then that ended up... Oh, being like a... He had a, some kind of a bias. Yep. Ah. Bad judge, bad. Yeah. So, um, after the assassination, um, she found the, in her words, the um, Warren Commission's story of a lone gun, gunman laughable. So, she went on a 18-month investigation into the um, story wanting to get the whole truth out you know no matter what the consequences were <clears throat> well mm-hmm. that ended out well yeah, that, yeah. Uh, that's the consequence <laughs> yep. uh, blackhawks came in people fast roped and she and tried to hang herself but her chin failed. stopped <laughs> her. <laughs> like I'm a then um but she, wasn't she like one of the only mainstream kind of journalists that was yeah, not buying the yep the and, narrative or something? And one of the only like f- high profile female journalists at the time. But she ended up securing. Uh, she was like Whoopi Goldberg, dude. Female journalist, pretty much. Saying mm-hmm. big whoop. She um, she got a secured an interview with Jack Ruby. After um, he was arrested, and um, she described him as coming across as, like, frightened but sane in her interview with him. And she was surprised that Melvin Belli was um, going with the insanity plea for him. Belli is dirty, dude, I'm telling you. Yeah, he is. That dude's dirty. Yep. And then... After uh, Ruby's death sentence, she ended up becoming more convinced that there was a bigger conspiracy than um, even what she was thinking at the time. After his what? After his uh, death sentence, Mm. uh, Jack Ruby's. So 
this just kind of a brief overview of um, what was going on with her but don't or you f- how she got into it. Don't that. you find it strange that – so that's – doesn't Jack Ruby get the death sentence? He does. And then like 68, 69 is when Sirhan Sirhan, who actually killed RFK, didn't get the death sentence. And mm-hmm. Jack Ruby didn't kill – the Kennedy, he killed the guy who killed Kennedy. So why would he get the death sentence? Yeah. We should have been a hero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> oh, we Gotta shit. shut that dude up, though, man. Yep. Um, so in 65, she had made a statement that said that, talking about the Kennedy assassination, that this story is not going to die as long as there's a real reporter out, or a real reporter alive, and there are, are a lot of them. Mm. So, in the fall of 65, so that was September. Minus one. (laughs) Yeah. Fall of 65, she had plans to meet an anonymous source in um, New Orleans regarding the assassination. But November 8th, she was found dead in her townhouse. So, say that again. She was supposed to meet him when? Uh, In the fall. And then that same fall of 65, she's found dead. Yep. November eighth, right? Yep, in her in New York. So it's like I don't, I didn't see where she had actually gone and met this anonymous source. She did go to she did New Orleans though because okay. somebody went she, down after her and she told them you need to leave, go back to New York because yeah. you're in danger here. That's right. Um, I think well, she's the one that said I'm going to break this thing wide open. Yes, yep. and uh, I think her first her I, first story was Oswald file must not close. Yeah. That was the first headline that she wrote. But yeah. I think that was like I, I think she made um, one trip down there and then had a second one scheduled to go down there. Um, so some of the weird stuff surrounding her death. Um, it was ruled a suicide due to a possible prescription barbiturate overdose and, and alcohol overdose. Uh, hello, Marilyn Monroe. Yep. And, um, good so at being the back, the 525. The uh, police investigation, they didn't find any uh, <clears throat> evidence of violence or suicide. Um, again, possibly indicating that this was an accidental overdose. Um, the assistant Emmy in the case told the New York Times that it could have simply been an extra pill, we really don't know, and called the circumstances of her death undetermined. So, um, there was some other weird stuff that came out about, uh, her death, um, that, uh, Mark Shaw, he started diving into this like 50 years later. Um, he wrote a book called the reporter who knew too much. And during his research into it, um, he filed a FOIA request Mm. And then hung himself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't slip through. And he found on the uh, toxicology there, they listed a total of three barbiturates in her system. Oh, really? Only one being her prescription. (laughs) She must have been a drug addict, you know? Yeah. Just like loved those barbiturates. Let's get some barbiturates. Give me all you got. And then she started talking like that recording from like our early episode 
Oh yeah, Stephen Stephen Hawking yeah. on Barbados. The crime scene report listed that there was a powder residue in the glass by her bed, the bed that she was found in. <sighs> Amateurs. Yeah. Amateurs. The bed that she was found in, nobody ever slept in. <laughs> she was in pajamas that she never wore and had a book next to her that she had told people that she had already finished reading. And wasn't it like upside down or something? Yeah. It was like, you're not going to read it like that? Yeah. <laughs> or set it down like that? I think this so, was like, the, the protocols have changed since then. Yeah, yeah. obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you put a book upside they down? Just, yeah. They're like, next time just like... Push him off of his cell with like a bunch of st- the bunk bed on the cell with a bunch of stuff tied around his neck. So it breaks his neck. It was, that was, they were just like flustered after the whole trying yeah. to hang her yeah. thing and yeah, the noose just God slipping right off her head. Yeah, Throw some shit. Fuck! What are we gonna do? God damn it! Go down to <laughs> that Macy's stupid and, chin. <laughs> go down to Macy's and buy some pajamas. <laughs> Wasn't there like something weird about like didn't she have like a smudge of lipstick on her on her left arm? There was something like that, and um, God damn it, Cause I didn't put it down, but there was something about her wearing, like having kind of fresh makeup like done. Like she was going out and, and stuff. The The thing about the lipstick that made sense to me was that if she like, you know, mm-hmm. cr- cr- rolled over, like crunched over and she was wearing lipstick, then it would have been on her shirt, and then they have to like, you know, put her back up and they forgot to wipe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I get deodorant on my shirts all the time when I go to put them on. Yeah, so if we ever find you dead and there's no deodorant on your shirt, that means somebody did it. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we got some stomach noises going. Could have been me too. It's probably all of us. Well, you didn't bring pizza, so yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dick. Hungry. Sorry. Hungry. Sorry, guys. Um, candy (laughs) and then so in um, Mark Shaw's book he suggests that he that she had discovered that the NOLA mob had orchestrated the um, assassination Mm. but I don't know after everything we've talked about I think she probably found out what was really going on with it through whatever that anonymous connection was mm-hmm. um, down to NOLA about the agency being involved and all this the big spider web and Dude. maybe that's what she was talking about when she said that she was going to blow the thing wide open. She probably figured out the Oswald connection because he was there after he got back from Russia. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't know, dude. Yeah. But it just sounds like she was on it as a journalist, mm-hmm. and all that in like eighteen months is like for back then. Yeah, that's a hard working broad, <laughs> broad, broad. Yeah, but just a, a one, just one of the other weird things about the the whole assassination and shit going on around it Mm. that's what i kind of thought was weird about her yeah yeah what did you have other things in there to kind of you know i had 
I had heard that she had been working on a book that was going to be published by Random House. Okay. When she died, mm-hmm. but it was supposed to come out that same year in like '65, and that she had claimed that the book was going to. Um, what did I say in my notes? I'd written it down, but that she had actually thought that it was going to be, it was going to, um, you know, bust the whole case wide open. Mm-hmm. But, oh yeah, that Marcelo Oswald and Ruby, that the connection was being revealed. Um, and then there was something else that he had mentioned that, that um, Mark Shaw had mentioned about she found something out that even Johnson didn't know from that source. Mm-hmm down in New Orleans. Yeah. But hmm. it seems to me yeah. like <clears throat> it seems to me like she definitely got into it. she actually had even didn't she get access through a source of the Jack Ruby uh, Warren Commission interview. She got the transcripts from yes. that. Yep. She and did. they were trying to figure out where she got that, who the source was, mm-hmm. and she wouldn't give it up. Like the FBI had gone and sh- shaken her down a bunch. Yep, that's right. Yep. And then didn't her personal files that, that had all the stuff that was going to blow it open, the whole case open in the book for Random House, that uh, all those files disappeared the morning that she died. Mm-hmm. Because the FBI came to the house and ended up raiding it. And she was telling, like she had, um, I can't remember if it was her hairdresser or something, that she told that she was, thought she was being followed and she was going to buy a gun and shit like that. Like three weeks before she died, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was her hairdresser. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she she had been seen the night before they found her dead. They had seen her at, on a date. What somebody thought was she was on a date. She was with an unknown dude mm-hmm. at like the Regency Hotel or some hotel in New York City. Yeah. And the person recognized her and knew her but didn't know who the guy was with her. Mm-hmm. And then they went back to her room or her house and... Dunzo. Dunzo. You know, funny you say that. I was thinking, I was about to say the exact same thing <laughs> yeah. before you said that. Yeah. It would it'd be interesting to know what she knew. Yeah. You know, it feels to me like <clears throat> she, like that her, the way that she died is so similar to the way Marilyn Monroe died. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. The barbiturates and alcohol, overdose. Marilyn died in 62, 525 August. 1962, right? Isn't that the lyrics I think for so. the song? August 5th, 1962. Found a lion on her chest, her face all turning blue. I think it was a suicide. Couldn't have wasn't. been the Kennedy. Couldn't have been the LAPD. <laughs> <laughs> That's the song the lyrics, right? Well, they said couldn't have been the pack. Oh, yeah. Well, and that, or was it LAPD? LAPD. Um, that was another thing is that uh, wasn't um, Frankie Sinatra? Oh. He was suspected initially mm-hmm. of her death because of her. Yeah, he was one of the suspects. Yeah, mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. He was always making fun of her that she had no chin, mm-hmm. saying jokes about how she'd 
slip through a noose. <laughs> Spaghetti yeah, noodle. Got stuff it. about how they're going to make a Muppet character out of yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild, dude, that she got that close to the sun, dude. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Flying a little too close to the sun there. Mm-hmm. But she was like, she got really close to Belvi- Bel- uh, Melvin Belli. Um, and the defense counsel of Jack Ruby. Yeah. She and sat through that whole thing. Sorry. I was just going to say that's another thing where it's like she was really high profile for that time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it doesn't matter because you're going to get got. Yeah. You're going to get suicided. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there Ruby not. Ruby took care of a president. You're nothing. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, so you have. In this whole thing, I mean, just like high-profile deaths, you've got Kennedy, Oswald, Ruby, her. Um, who were the other ones? There was a couple others. Uh, mm, slip on my mind. But she's the one that's not like you never see anything about her ever. Yeah. Related to anything. No. Oh, uh, Tippett. Tippett, J.D. Tippett. Yeah. Which did I? I told you guys that I read his autopsy report, didn't I? Yeah, about his, his brain. Brain weight. Yeah. Brain weight was like thirteen hundred grams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he got and, shot in the head. And he looked like Kennedy. Yeah, so that was one of the theories. I can't remember if we talked about it on the cast or not. Yeah, yeah. That he was the potentially second, second body. Yeah. yeah, it's just weird, dude. But um, it seems to me like. Well, the Random House thing is is a little awkward, too, because Random House isn't, and maybe I'm wrong, but isn't the school book depository where they were, like, you know, you know, moving all the books and things like that. Wasn't Random House one of the big publishers for books that would have been going through the school book depository? I mean, they were a major, major publisher. Yeah, they are. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of Rand that did all the school textbooks. Maybe it was Rand. But when I was doing a little bit of reading about Random House, they were saying that they were they had originally been founded, you know, back in the early 1900s. And then they ended up getting purchased by a German-owned conglomerate company in the 90s. Turned out that this German-owned conglomerate company started out in like the 1800s in Germany, and then in the 1930s was publishing a bunch of SS propaganda, German Mm -hmm. stuff. And then once the war ended, the Allies kind of came in there, and then they started going, no, 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 we're actually a Christian book publishing company. We just, you know, we we were forced to do some of this stuff. And then they kind of like became a big thing mm-hmm. after that again. And so it's just interesting because if you look at the uh, paperclip mm-hmm. and why would we not yeah. take control of something that's like giant propaganda source? Mm-hmm. Like they took <clears throat> the dudes. Here's your school books, folks. Yeah. In charge of that program mm-hmm. from paperclip and then just put them back in charge of that program stateside with random house yeah like ended up taking it over i mean 
because mm-hmm. I, I kind of thar- started thinking about her her de- when he brought up that she was writing a book for Random House, and that they kind of knew what it was about, you know. And I'm I'm imagining that if you're you've, you have a publisher and you have an agent or something, you're probably giving them updates on you know, mm-hmm. hey, here's what I've got, or sending manuscripts, the working copies that mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never written a book, but I'd imagine that would be something like that where you're sending working copies back and forth. And maybe they were just waiting to see what she was going to uncover and then, all right, take her out, boys. Yep, we got all of her shit, yep. so it's never going to see the see light that. of day. Yep. yep. And she, she had said that, too, to, like, the hairdresser, right, where she was worried that the stuff that she was uncovering was potentially going to kill her. Yeah. It if was, it got in the wrong hands or the wrong people got and, a hold of the information. She thought it was like an endanger people close to her. Mm-hmm. and Yeah. Yeah. The other thing that I thought was weird about her, just her story, was that she was pretty tight with JFK prior to him becoming the president when he was still a senator. Mm-hmm. There, there was a bunch of stuff about her son. And then JFK was like really kind of not fatherly but that very fatherly type figure for her son Mm. kind of weird Mm. so yeah she was like super super close with the kennedys and then got done yeah i think she was actually born in like chicago too wasn't she irish catholic i didn't i didn't look to see where she was born she should have kept her shit yeah spread out yeah gotta have safe you gotta have safe to put safety deposit box all over you can't just have one mm-hmm. gotta diversify yeah. diversify diversify you know what i mean I don't, and well not gone to a publisher not gonna really not, not gonna publish here anyway yeah not gonna publish here anyway anymore anyway she already had the link into media, so I mean, yeah, just keep that shit under wraps and start putting out stories. Putting out, yeah, in three way races, <laughs> dude. You got me with that. Huh? I was like, what? How did you find that out? What is a Sybil Shepherd? <laughs> Wasn't it simple? simple shepherd so. that you were talking about? It was like a long time ago when you like guys lived at your parents' house. Yeah. We watched something and you were like, yeah, she was talking about how she wanted to do a three-way with some dudes. Mm. <laughs> Guarantee that happened. <laughs> Guarantee. <laughs> oh, I can confirm. <laughs> well, I was there. there. <laughs> you were the camera guy. You're like the dude from yeah. Orgasmo. <laughs> Remember that movie? Yeah. He's like the sound guy. Stunt cock. <laughs> Orgasmo. <laughs> Didn't he have like a mullet? <laughs> oh, man. The people, the international people are probably like, what is Orgasmo? <laughs> it was a movie that was uh, came out before basketball. It was by... Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Mm. Didn't they do Orgasmo first and then they did basketball? I think so. I remember Orgasmo came out when we were in high school. 
And then Basketball came out at the end of high school. Cannibal the Musical. Was Cannibal the Cannibal. Musical was when they were in film school. Yeah, that was like okay. the first. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My heart's as full as a baked potato. <laughs> Think I know exactly what I mean when I say we, uh, it's a spadoinkle day. Indians. <laughs> Fudge Packer. <laughs> yeah, that was a good movie too. Cutting into his butt. <laughs> <laughs> I owned that for a little while. And I think I brought that. I bought that DVD for my brother for his birthday. Go get it back. I now. should go steal it back. It's probably out of print, but yeah, Orgasmo is a pretty good movie. But yeah, that's probably definitely you and Civil Shepherd. Mm. <laughs> oh, this is so hot. Way to take it high and right, Luke. Yeah. Jeez. You guys are Keeping your head out of the... Out of the gutter, dude. Um, I can't help it. But, yeah, no, I I think the the uh, some of the other strange things about the death scene, where they found her, was that they turned the AC on, and it was like during the winter when you'd want to turn the heat on. Oh, that's right. Got to keep so, that cool, dog. Well, so that's my question. Why... Would you want to keep the body cool? Because she was dead. I know. That. But why does it matter? Like, so I'm trying to think about like the the chemical side of it. You know, like if she had barbiturates in her system, mm-hmm. would it make a difference if the body was decomposing quicker, or did they not expect her to be found for some time? And so that's why they're, I mean, it's almost like if you turn the air, the air to cool, you're intentionally trying to preserve the body. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Maybe were they trying to get stuff to stay in her system and like di- uh, dissipate? Or not dissipate, or not. maybe. Maybe if you, maybe if the body started to decompose and, it, you know, like the body's starting to. Then it might. Maybe it's starting mm-hmm. to push more questions because they maybe wouldn't be able to. Get the toxicology results that, that, that was they're my, looking for or something. Yeah, that's yeah. my question. Is that going to make the tox mm-hmm. go through the body faster or differently or something like that? Because um, the Iceman. Yeah, the, the Kuklinski. Dude, yeah, Kuklinski. He was like freezing the bodies and, and then put them out on go the park throw them out on the park benches and, and it would confuse cut. the time of death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I mean, did they really just think that nobody... I mean, she's kind of like a TV... would have been like David Letterman. Mm-hmm. Maybe not that big, but, you know, somebody from she's The View or something like that. high-profile person. I mean, she's probably got to go to work missing, yeah. for two days. Mm-hmm. You don't show up on set, they're going to be sending people out for you. Yeah. So, why, why turn the air down to cool? Mm-hmm. That to me, that just seemed kind of like a strange, <clears throat> a strange thing that needed to be flushed out. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, no autopsy, right? No investigation. I know they didn't do an investigation at all, but yeah, it was just autopsy? like a quick look at, and then I oh, didn't. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there was a an um, actual autopsy. I think they just did the, the talk screen. Hmm. Which, but. if there was people pulling the strings, you 
you have to ask why would they do why would they allow a talk screen mm-hmm. or maybe it was because they knew what they would find that it was a barbiturate over- mm-hmm. overdose and she had the prescription for it mm-hmm. and, well yeah it was just an od yeah but and 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 they didn't think about there being a third, second and third barbiturate in there in the mm-hmm. little drink concoction. Yeah. You know. I remember on Marilyn Monroe's, I watched a Discovery, ID Discovery thing. This is a long time ago. When I was going to that firefighting school mm-hmm. in Oregon uh, Yeah, that, that summer. Wildland, not real fire. I'm not a hero. <laughs> There goes my hero. Dude, I was with my buddy today in the fire. Yeah. Vaccine. The fire department started rolling by, and I was just like, There goes my hero. Watch them as they go. I see those guys in their grocery store all the time. They're wearing their turnouts, and I'm like, Dude, come on, man. You don't need to wear your turnouts in the grocery store. Mustache. Unless you just want to get all the chicks. Which is apparently what they're trying to do. Yeah. To steal everybody's chicks. <laughs> Mustaches do it. Mustaches and turnouts. But anyway, um, I remember watching a documentary about Marilyn's death. And they found the um, all those pill capsules that were undigested in her stomach. Remember mm-hmm. the uh, gelatin ones? And they, I remember them talking about how she would have died prior to or something like that. Like there was so much that was there. Uh, or not, she wouldn't have died. I can't remember what the exact... I'll have to go back and re-research it. But they were theorizing in the, in the documentary that she had actually been killed by a barbiturate enema. Mm-hmm. Because she was found naked and then the only thing that they found on her body... That was weird. Was her beehole was bruised, like a forced enema. Mm-hmm. So, and that one's weird because that one, there's witnesses that overheard Bobby Kennedy and Peter Lawford mm-hmm. and saw them there that night, and they heard Bobby Kennedy saying something to the effect of, "Where is it? My family must have it." You know, we'll pay you anything you want for it. Meaning the diary that she was keeping about her mm. conversations with Jack. My beehole, my choice. My beehole, my choice. <laughs> so, yeah. In that case, it was a dealer's choice. <laughs> <laughs> Got to know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to anal uh, insert, penetrate, and anal penetrate, know <laughs> when not to. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Sketchy. I think everything back then, shit was fucking nuts. Yeah. She straight up got murdered. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's no way that she killed herself Mm -hmm. on accident. And they were saying that she wasn't even like a known, like, druggard, drunk, drunkard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? So. the, The shit was so way more controlled back then it was just like oh yeah yeah and everybody believed it mm. majority of people did. this i mean just the whole circumstance around the whole kennedy thing i mean it seems like so much of it was mind control get the get the people to believe 
you know, yeah. think about this, you know, and then when you had the people like her that were intentionally going, no, 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 there can't be a, this can't be a lone gunman thing, mm-hmm. you know. Got to stop that shit. Got to put an end to that quick. Mm-hmm. Well, that one dude that witnessed uh, J.D. Tippett get killed, um, that guy ended up getting shot through the head in a parking lot like weeks or months later when he was supposed to be testifying and then he came back he ended up surviving and he came back and said yep it was oswald that was the guy that killed him <laughs> and he became like the number one like witness dude at first he was like no nah, i never saw him there and then all of a sudden he gets friggin half smoked and he's like yep he was there yep, <laughs> that, that was, was the guy, guy. Did it. <laughs> that guy. yep no it was him yeah number two don't yep. saw it no, you mean number three? Yeah, number three. Yeah, yeah which, whichever one. Yeah, you know, the, you the one you guys said. Yeah, yeah that one. The, the one that you said. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. that one. Yeah. He's doing the Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> mm. Pills are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. That's just kind of my my take. Opinion, beyond, man. That's like my opinion. Man, yeah, no. you know. Anyway, far out. Yeah, <laughs> far out. <laughs> I mean, just just to ease my mind here. Do you think there was a possibility that she was taken out, maybe not for? the book thing or something that she uncovered but maybe some other thing like was there anything else going on in her life at that time that could have been a motive for a murder from somebody else did you find anything else that she was into i didn't see anything because it seems like you never know she was doing pretty much just the research for this major but I mean that she was well, like kind of consumed. If, she, if she's that high profile of a person, that's all she does. That's all she's going to be doing. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. that rules out mm-hmm. that it could have been somebody else that had a different beef with her, like you know Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. right? They had a beef over personality clash because they, I think, they used to be friends, and mm-hmm. then and then there was like an issue. Yeah. So. It doesn't seem like there was anything that, like you're saying, was at the caliber where somebody wanted to yeah. kill her. So the only Other thing... what she was working on. Yeah, she's working on a book or some kind of an investigative journalist report about the connection between the killer. And that was the big thing about her was that she wanted to... She was saying that Oswald was not the key to the entire investigation the guy who killed oswald was the key to the entire investigation because he killed oswald for a certain reason Mm -hmm. so if she was down in new orleans nolens and she's eating beignets and jambalaya (laughs) whoa whoa and all the good stuff like you know crawdad Mud shrimp, or what do they call mud bugs? Mud butt, mud butt, mud bugs. I had pizza when we were there. (laughs) 
Yeah, you probably had a cheese sandwich. I'll take a plain cheese sandwich. No, peanut butter and jelly was in our hotel. And PB&J. <laughs> Jug with milk. But, so she's down there in the midst of it, and that's where the Oswald, Marcello, who is the major crime dude or the mob dude for um, New Orleans, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So she's down there with a source and uncovers something and then comes back to New York and basically gets freaking or dies afterwards. So mm-hmm. there's nothing else really in her life going on other than that specific thing at that time. Yeah. Yeah. So to me, I think you can pretty much rule out anything other than it's a suspicious death because of, of what she was looking at. What she looked at, what she knew, what she uncovered. Mm-hmm. You know. <clears throat> And yeah. I'm surprised, dude, uh, back then, like, for being 65, dude, I'm surprised that she was able to get a hold of the transcripts of Ruby's Warren Commission testimony, mm-hmm. which supposedly was kind of dynamite because it was like he said some stuff in there about how there was there was differences um, in his statements about where he was when the when Kennedy actually got shot. I think he had told people that he was like trying to sell some like like twister game or something like that <clears throat> twister thing to a a business downtown but then in the Warren Commission there was like two different statements that came out where he actually watched the shooting happening mm-hmm. and from two different locations one was like over by Daltex and then one was closer to the school book depository so it's just kind of like she dude she uncovered something yeah you know mm-hmm. You got to wonder what happened to that person that leaked that, too. If they got away or if they got freaking... That's that's one of the names you that never know. That person had a chin. Yeah. And that person's name was Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> All those people have been just... Yeah. Offed. All the names you never heard that yeah. knew something about it. They're long since... There was a bunch of witnesses around the whole thing. I mean, we wouldn't be able to even go into all of them, but there was a bunch of witnesses that got freaking aced. Mm-hmm. You know, just like little things too. Yeah. And wasn't she pointing? I thought that in it initially she had written a, a story saying that after the shots were fired, everybody was headed towards the rail yard on the top of the grassy knoll or mm-hmm. the stockade fence area. Well, that's in that Orville Nix video. Yeah. You and, see it. But then J. Edgar Hoover actually got a copy of what she was saying, and he had written on it, like, no, wrong, 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 and a bunch of, like, capital mm-hmm. letters. And, and yeah, somebody I, got a hold of that through it. Oh, it was a... Uh, I was going to say, I forgot that he was uh, had seen her writings and stuff and had beef with her, too. Yeah, and wasn't it the dude that wrote that book, the reporter who knew too much? Didn't he get Sean. a? Yeah, he got a freedom of information, and it was J. Edgar Hoover's like writing. writing yeah, uh, on notes top of on it. it. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was one of her columns that yep. she had written. So, dude, she was a target man, mm-hmm. a victim, a target. Remember that song? Hmm. Jasmine's Lullaby. What was that? the name of that band? Uh, the band, the album's Jasmine's Lullaby. It's one of those old hardcore bands from like 
Milwaukee or something. Was that Misery Signals? Misery Signals. I was thinking of those guys not too long ago, actually. Yeah. It's like, wasn't it? That was their first album, I think. Some, weren't those guys like dudes from like Nodes of Rainvere? I think they were. Or something like that. I think they were, but I can't remember exactly. I think some of the guys ended up leaving that band and then starting Nodes. Mm. Or something like that. They played here at Jerry's uh, house over by Edwards in the cinema. Cinema? Hmm. Anyway, you got anything else on uh, Dorothy Kilgallen and her no chin? I do not. What about you? Just a boner. I wish I had a slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? No. Nothing from the. Nothing from you. No. Nothing from the dipshit. No boner. I've had one this whole time. Oh, okay. <laughs> if it's been over four hours, I tripped on it coming upstairs. <laughs> if it's been over four hours, you need to seek medical <laughs> attention. I'm you may have saying. a broken neck. Yeah. <laughs> Priapism right there. You are dead. No, you have a broken back. Uh, yeah, you may have tripped and broke your back. Now you got a priapism. Okay. Well, next week, uh, what do you think? Maybe we should it's talk. Like, that's wrapping it up, then, JFK. What? Is it wrapping it up? I uh-huh. I think we need to talk about the uh, Dealey Plaza and all the cult oh, numbers yeah, and I stuff. about that one. Yeah. I'm down with that. But, yeah, you could literally just go on for ever, ever on Kennedy. And it has been going on forever. Only like two months. Well, I mean... Oh yeah. As a whole. Oh yeah. The millionaires. <laughs> the millionaire. The other Lebowski, the millionaire. The other Jeffrey Lebowski. <laughs> the millionaire. Well, I'll tell you what. That episode was pretty good other than the over the line <laughs> stuff that you guys were doing. Market zero. You guys were way over the line on a lot yeah. of that stuff. Pulling a piece out on the lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't over. <laughs> but but yeah, but but I wasn't over. Market eight, dude. You're earning a world of pain. I, I I'm not. <laughs> Market zero. <laughs> they need to have a like a prequel for the Big Lebowski, and it needs to go into like guys like Smokey and and uh, living their lives and all of a sudden they get a gun and Donnie (laughs) yeah we need to know more about Donnie these men are cowards (laughs) anarchist dude alright well I guess we'll uh, he's a nihilist must be exhausted (laughs) I once dabbled in pacifism I tried to get a job at that bowling alley no shit Mm -hmm. waiting line they didn't hire me the one that they filmed the Big Lebowski at. Mm. I went down there to fill out an application, wanted to work there, and the guy told me, dude, they're getting ready to tear this place down to build a school. Are you kidding me? Education? <laughs> Watch the Big Lebowski. That's a real education. Yeah. That's about I, life. I will work here for free for the next two months. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So I stood right where they stood when they walked out and... They, all they got was a bag of my undies. <laughs> my fucking whites. 
dude, your car's on fire. <laughs> Where are you going, Donnie? Dude, 25 home, MBH. Donnie. <laughs> dude, your phone's ringing. <laughs> going home, Donnie. Speaking of which, I'm going home. Screw you guys. I'm out of here. Kisses. Deuces. Mm. All right. Well, next week we'll maybe wrap it up. Maybe, maybe not. But yeah, definitely got to talk about chaotic angles. Angles mm-hmm. and Zapruder film. Zaprudes. ZP. All right. Zoops. Any final words? Shit. Cheers. Later. Boner. Boner. <laughs> <laughs> Never got a boner.